Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here in Southern Idaho. And my name is Ken Lewis. I'm the state director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And our co-host here this morning is the director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in California, Sean Rooney. Hey, Ken. Glad to be here again. Well, it's always good to be in the studio with you. And uh, I know we've got a, a very special guest this morning, and I wanted you to introduce her. I know we want to talk a little bit about the bowl breakfast, but go ahead and introduce our guest this morning. Yeah, I'm a little biased to, to this guest here. Um, one of my favorites, actually. Uh, it's my mom, <laughs> Debbie Jaso. Um, so, and you'll you'll notice that she has a different last name than me. And I've, I've shared a little bit about our story and the loss of my dad and brother, uh, tragically. God's been faithful, and uh, also sitting off to the side is her new husband, Jay, Jay So, and um, an amazing godly man that, uh, that's a part of our lives now. So that's uh, mm. a little bit about her. And, and actually, one of the reasons we wanted to have her here is uh, she's uh, been the, the wife to my dad, uh, Bill, who was a diehard baseball coach, mm-hmm. uh, took a team to the Little League World Series in 1995. Um, she's the mom of three uh, baseball players, boys, who uh, all played a high level of Division One baseball, and I got to play some pro ball. Colin was drafted, and um, now the the grandma to six grandkids. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for being on the show with us, Mom. <laughs> it's so great to be here. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I know um, my daughters have got to babysit your gran- three of your grandkids, yeah. and they just adore your, your grandchildren. Yeah, they're they're darling kids. It's great to be here in Idaho visiting. Well, we're glad you're here. We're glad mm-hmm. you un- made the time to be here with us this you morning on the, air, on the air. So, well, folks, we want to tell you about uh, uh, a fun event coming up in December. It's uh, in conjunction with the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Uh, it's over 20 years. This bowl has been going on here in Boise on the Blue Turf. And uh, we're really excited because we get to host a breakfast, the, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl FCA breakfast, uh, the day before the game. So the game is on Friday. But our bowl breakfast is Thursday morning, December 20th at 730. And um, Sean, we've got a great speaker coming in to speak this year. Uh, like we do every year. Last year we had AC Green down from Orange County area. And we had Tom, Coach Tom Osborne from Nebraska. Uh, I know, Jay, you're originally from Nebraska, and we had him two years ago. And so, uh, anyway, tell us about our guest this year, our guest speaker at yeah. the whole breakfast. Yeah, this guy's uh, he's done pretty decent in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's a, 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 a Hall of Famer. Um, he was a first Heisman Trophy uh, wide receiver winner, uh, Heisman Trophy winner as a wide receiver. Uh, um, he's went to Notre Dame, played for the Raiders and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, and it's Tim Brown. This is going to be exciting. So, folks, if you're interested in getting more information about our famous Idaho Potato Bowl FCA breakfast, you can go to fcaidaho.org. You can register for a table, or if you're a mom or a wife out there that wants to send your husband and your son or daughter to this, you can get more information there and purchase tickets or a table at fcaidaho.org. Yeah, this is going to be a great event. Um, all right, mom. Yes. <laughs> yes, son. so fun, this is fun saying man. mom in the radio. Um, <laughs> hey, so we shared a little bit about just you being a wife to, to dad, this diehard baseball coach, and definitely mm-hmm. through Little League. He coached all three of us, which right. um, I am so uh, – now that I'm a dad, wow, what a – 
what a cool um, opportunity we all had as boys. But tell us a little bit about your perspective um, during those years uh, with dad being so involved in coaching and what it was like to be a coach's wife. Sure. Um, I think that very early on, we decided you guys all have really good athletic talent. So we recognized that. And then dad, um, Bill, uh, he was he loved the idea of coaching and he was a good ball player and um, wanted to instill those skills in you guys. And I think in sports is such a, a metaphor for life and that, um, you know, you learn this hard work ethic, taking care of yourself. And really one of the things that we looked at is um, to be able to harness that um, skill and um, build a future towards possibly a, um, you know, a, a, a scholarship, mm-hmm. you know, and to make make your way into um, college. So um, we were both very dedicated to to that. And so when you call him diehard, um, <laughs> I would call him dedicated. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> and it was very important to both of us to. Um, to, to help you guys, you know, be the best that you could possibly be, um, both, you know, physically, um, mentally, and t- to learn how to lose. Mm. I mean, there, there are a lot of things that um, I think the game of baseball and it taught you guys. So, um, yeah, I don't call him a diehard. I yeah. call him dedicated. <laughs> thanks for thanks for correcting, Mom. You're, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I, you know, it's funny as you say that. I mean, I can think back to – mornings that before school we had a game in the afternoon and be like hey we're not going to get time to to get any work in so let's let's hit in the cage real quick we had a cage in the backyard and and so it was before school in our school clothes let's go out and get some some swings in the cage and but you know what else was kind of funny is that you know i i played a part in all of that Mm. you know by making sure that you guys ate right yep that's right (laughs) that um and that you got to bed you know, at a decent time. Yeah. And, and that there were some things that we just didn't do because the following day was a, an important game. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I remember was, so many times saying, hey, can, can so-and-so spend the night tonight? And right. it was like, it's game tomorrow. No, yeah. you know, we know you guys will be up late and you'll be goofing off and not yep. getting to bed on time. And so well, it's not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> right. Sorry. You're right. So <laughs> dedication. Discipline. Yeah. Yeah. Discipline. That's yeah. That's a, a, a definitely a word that um, I think is a, a you know, a, a, a skill for life. Yeah. Really. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think we see. Uh, nowadays a difficulty with that concept mm. of dedication and mm-hmm. commitment to things. Uh, I was just talking to a coach said his uh, coach that was just in here saying that uh, his son really wanted to play football for a season and two weeks into it, he wanted to quit. And he said, Oh man, sorry. It's, it's, you've, it was you've, too hard. you said you want to do it. Oh. So I got to help you see yeah. this through. And so right. it's yeah. not what you start, what you finish. That's it's, right. We want to want to be good finishers like Christ did. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Well, we had a, a, I mean, a unique dynamic, I think too, in our family in terms of all three of you liked baseball. Yeah. I mean, and I, I don't think a lot of families, I mean, a lot of other families have to kind of, um, you know, spread themselves between different sports and different talents that their kids have. Mm. So fortunately for us, we kind of all, you know, made baseball our, our focus. Yeah. And boy, was it our focus. Yeah. 
Yeah, which leads me into, I mean, kind of thinking back to those years um, of pract- tons of practice. I mean, all three of us at one point are playing Little League Baseball, and right. Dad's coaching multiple teams, and we probably had practices for somebody every night of the week and right. trying to figure out how to have a family dinner every once in a while. What, you know, what was that like as, as a mom kind you know, of navigating I, that? I appreciated it. I, I knew what, uh, what we were working towards you know, as, as a family and, and, and bringing you guys up um, in those, in the qualities that come from, you know, dedicated sports. So, um, you know, I, I was on board, totally, mm. totally on board. Um, I, I think one of the things that um, did bother me is that um, sports, you know, the, the organizations that you play in, the tournaments that you play, um, you know, they're, they're year round, they're uh, during holidays, mm. um, they're Sundays. on Sundays. Right. Yeah. And um, I really, I struggled with that. Mm. And, um, you know, I, I, I kind of held it against the organizations that we were in, you know, like, why, why don't, you know, let's, that's why I appreciate FCA so much. Mm. Because, um, you know, that that part is important, you know, to have that day of uh, have Sunday not have game scheduled, Mm -hmm. typically. So So as a mom trying to navigate those things and the the conflicts, like you said, on Sunday during church and things like that, how did you, what were some of the things you did to help um, those spiritual inputs into your boys, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and your, and your husband at the time, what were some of the things you did to help? help that and help steer or rein you yeah. know that direction or point them into that direction how did you how'd you do that they all each went to um christian school so um i felt like that that was a good uh foundation that they had besides our own influence but um then there came the time where um, they were going into high school and they were going into a competitive high school and out of christian school and that's where FCA came in, mm. is um, we got them involved in that, and we started having um, a huddle at, at our house um, all through high school for each of the boys. And that was, I felt like, okay, if, if we can't, it's going to be hard to go to church on a regular basis on Sundays because of sports. Um, FCA is going to kind of help fill in that gap. Mm-hmm. Um, I really decided, even though it was a struggle, I wasn't going to fight over it. And I kind of had to relax and, and I, I prayed about it a lot. Like, gosh, you know, this, this st- isn't sitting well with me, you mm-hmm. know, all the, the, the fact that I, I went to church by myself a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I did feel like FCA was a huge a huge influence that kind of filled in some of those gaps, mm-hmm. spiritually speaking. Wow. Well, folks, if you're just vo- joining us here this morning, Heart of Athlete, we're visiting with Sean Rooney's uh, mother, mm-hmm. uh, Debbie Jaso. And uh, so I want to talk to you about this. So you had FCA at your house. Right. And uh, so what were some of the, because you're talking about how your, your, all three of your, your sons were involved in that. Mm. What did you see? What were the benefits of not only hosting it and having everything going on at your, your place there at FCA, at your high school, but um, what were some of the benefits that you saw that you saw God doing in your sons 
uh, having them involved in that? Well, it was nice to be able to have just that group of kids, you know, all together that were believers and, um, you know, could encourage each other and, and, and support each other in a secular environment. Um, you know, the influence of uh, a non-Christian high school, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's, a, th- th- that's hard those it's are tough. hard times. It's scary, isn't it? Yeah, as a yeah. And they're, you know, they're all involved in sports. There's all that competition, and um, and here we were, you know, in a uh, having a huddle. What every other week or once a week? I guess it was. No, that was once a week. At, yeah. When it was on campus. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and that was that. That was a huge influence. You know, just having there were coaches that were involved yep. that were, wow. you know. Good. They were believers, and they were supportive of the kids, and wow, that's um, neat. yeah, and then the and the rest of the kids. Um, and let me paint a little bit of a picture of this FCA that was at our at uh, our house because <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so humble about it. But I mean, it, yes, it was majorly our high school. Um, however, it it became this community thing. We started getting rival high schools would show up, I and mean, and at some some evenings there were a hundred heads. Wow, it was amazing, and so. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when my mom and dad, uh, and I didn't know at the time, but a, a conversation we had later, they built this really cool patio out back and mm-hmm. it's, it's a covered patio. And, um, I mean, almost like a whole sitting area and their thought process behind it was, well, if we're going to continue to host FCA here, like, we want this place to be, yeah, yeah. Know, a, a, cool a place hangout. that people want to come. Yeah. A place yeah. where people want to gather. Yeah, exactly. Just for God's glory. Amen. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, for sure. We had volleyball out there, yeah. and yeah, lots of lots of fun stuff. It was it was <laughs> super memorable for me. And yeah. you guys had student the student led. It was with but with a coach coach advisor who really walked well alongside of us. So just like we're doing now, except it was at uh, on what night of the week did you guys do? It was Sunday evening. I think it was Sunday. Sunday night. Yeah, yeah. Sunday night. Sunday wow. Yeah. yeah. Big shout out to that coach, um, Mr. Domini, Doug Domini, uh, who yeah. was a huge part of launching FCA in our community uh, there. He le- he went from being a teacher coach to being superintendent of the school district and now helps uh, at Hope University. Right. So amazing right. blessing to our community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, well, what a blessing for you to see your boys go through Christian school at a younger age then go to public high school. Mm-hmm. And then you start, you actually are a host site for a ministry that you're, all three of your boys were involved. It was it was a true blessing because I I was blessed by it. And I got to meet all these great kids and really have develop relationships with them. I mean, some of them that I'm still in contact with today. So, um, yeah, it was a huge blessing. Yeah. Well, give that shout out to Coach Doug Domini. Um, Mom, and we talked about dad coaching us for so long. And then it, did you mention 95 World Series? 1995 World Series was a part of what my dad Little helped League World coach. Series. Little yeah. League World yeah. Series. Yes, yes. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Little yeah. League World Series. <laughs> and, you know, and that was back in the day when only four U.S. teams were there and four international teams were there. Right. So, and, and even Little League interest was a lot higher. So the opportunity for uh, to even make it there, I think you're— Much more difficult. Yes, definitely. So, and it was your older brother's team, My older right? brother's team, yep. Mm-hmm. Yorba Hills Little League. Actually, we just ran into on Vimeo recently— Oh, yeah. The highlight, um, the the 
company Canon did a special on the Lily right. series that year. I showed it to you. you showed Ken. it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was, was really like, cool. "That's my that's my older brother. He's a little kid hitting homers," and <laughs> so that was a cool time. Yeah. Um, but you know, talk one thing that with FCA mom is is we recognize the impact of a coach. Mm. You know that our our mm. strategy is to and through the coach. When a coach realizes the amount of impact they can have on kids, right. Um, and we can, our goal is to walk alongside that coach, help equip and empower them to do that. Um, what, what did you, you know, as a mom seeing your boys now with other coaches, right. That was hard to release you guys and so on. Yeah. Yeah. What what was that like? Yeah. To let you be in the, in the arms of somebody else other than your dad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, that was hard. Mm. And, um, there I've got, I'm, Honestly, there were some coaches that I don't, I think they were, they were in it for themselves more than the kids. And I, I just think it's so important to, as a coach, you know, realize the kind of influence you have on them, whether, I, I mean, it's like, focus on the positive, you know, rather than, um, you know, just, I don't know, if somebody's not doing well, I mean, what you can, if you come alongside them and, um, help them either, I don't know, kind of develop the skills that are going to help them for their future um, rather than, Complain. I hate to say it, like sitting <laughs> sitting the bench. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess that's easier said than done, yeah. but um, there, there's, such a, um, there's such a huge impact that I think coaches can, can have on the players. Yeah. I mean, it's so easy for parents sometimes when they disagree with the coach to sit back and complain or – that's or a talk good point. to other yeah. parents in the stands or at dinner or whatever. And, yeah. and, 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 and sometimes that gets transferred to the athletes. And so then I know that that, that is not a good situation. Mm. So what were some of the things that, that you did? I mean, obviously you probably were praying a lot being a, a mom that loves the Lord. Yeah. You probably prayed a lot for your, I did. Your kids, I, coaches. it's funny. I go back through my journals and, um, see some of the things that I <laughs> prayed about and it was like a lot about coaches. But um yeah, I, I um you know that's like you're saying about I didn't want to be one of those parents, you know, that criticizes the coaches and then my husband the same thing. He had the experience of being a coach and you know, you kinda have to leave it in their hands. Right. You gotta and, release yeah your son or daughter to that yeah, exactly. Program to exactly. That coach, don't you? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a hard thing to do. So praying, there's a lot of praying for mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> Did you remember any and you don't have to get detailed, but do you remember um the effect of a coach on your sons in particular where they came home from games or practices, anything like that that mm. that stands out or anything to say? You know, I, th- I think more what I remember is just our ability as parents to be able to um, kind of counterbalance maybe anything negative that had been going on um, mm. and and really t- trying to um, say, you know, they're doing the best that they can and it's their decision and, um, you know, they're, they're the one that's in charge that mm. you kind of have to submit to. Um, you know, whatever decisions that they're making. Right. I know there's a, you know, a lot of kids involved in youth sports in America, you know, uh, and they say one of the reasons that there's not as many involved that ninth grade or eighth grade on is that it's, it's the, the ride home with their parents after a youth sporting event where the parents are pointing out this and that. And so it's so encouraging to hear back in, 
when you were raising your boys that you were trying to really be an intentional steering the other other way oh and i think that was because my husband had been a coach so when when you've when you've done it you you know exactly right. what that feels like when you've got you know all the parents criticizing or trying to tell you what to do yeah i'm yeah. sure there was times on the ride home or <laughs> at home that you guys wanted to say something but i mean that that's a hard thing to do especially when you and your husband had experience being in that coaching world and uh, i'm sure that you guys were really tapping into the Lord to help you with the right words, being positive, like you're saying, and, and directing the other direction. But there's also the, you know, learning to um, fail, being able to handle failure, I think is such a huge part of sports too, mm-hmm. that, um, you know, I think it, it's like it's not the end of the world, you know, and, and so th- this just is going to cause you to maybe work a little harder or kind of see where your weaknesses are and and what you need to do to improve. And and I think a coach is helping, you know, point that out many times. Yeah. So, you know, good for the parents to support that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's so encouraging to hear. Um, mm-hmm. I know, Debbie, we just have a few minutes left uh, on the program, but I know this is not your first time on the radio, right? And yep. then also, uh, you, you're involved in a ministry down there in Southern California. Tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about that. Well, um, a couple things. I've been, um, well, this, is, this is, might take a little too long, but um, <laughs> so my husband, Sean's dad, um, died 10 years ago, and um you know, it, it was really important to me to get in contact, to connect with other um, people that, who had gone through the same thing. And then, well, on top of that, then losing my son, too. Um, so connecting with others who were grieving was, was really important to me. And, and I did. Um, connected with uh, Gina Pastore, who uh, lost her husband, Frank, in a motorcycle accident a couple years after that, and so, some other people. And uh, she has started a um, her own radio program uh, called Real Life. Now her her husband had um, his uh, he had a show on um, KKLA. Um, so that's that's been something that I've been involved with 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 her. Um, and it, it really it's a matter of trying to connect other people with each other to help you know support in a really difficult time. Frank Pastore um, is a former Major League Baseball player um, who wrote a book. Pitcher. Uh, yeah. Uh, shattered Pieces, right? No, Shattered. Shattered, okay. Just shattered. And then Gina. And so now Gina has just um, published a book called Picking Up My Shattered Pieces. Oh, wow. So it's kind of a continuation in their story. Much of it is a love story. It's really, a, a, I highly recommend the book. How can they get a hold of that book? If our I listeners think it's are Amazon.com. Amazon.com. <laughs> Everything's <Yeah>. on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. That's great. I got to order something on there today. So yeah. anyway. Yeah, for sure. Well, Debbie, this has uh, mm. just been a blessing to see you and Sean here across the table interviewing and sharing about what God's done in your guys' mm. life and just restoring and bringing you know restoration back to your guys' life mm. after tragedy and just hearing about you as a as a mom and as mm. a coach's wife in youth sports and and uh, and then senior boys all play you know baseball at high level d1 level and then sean going on playing with the nationals so thanks for so much for taking the time uh, you bet. to be here this morning it's been delightful thanks for having me you bet mm. well sean it's been great having you on the air 
It, it has been a blessing. Uh, and I was a super encouraged mom. You uh, just are the way you're willing to host an FCA at home mm. back in the day. If there's anybody out there that says, man, I, we are dedicated athletes, family and church is tough for us. We would love to figure out something else in addition to do FCA is an amazing thing. Check out fcaidaho.org. That's right. And it also brings in mind too, maybe uh, folks, you, you're, your kids are involved in youth sports and you're looking for some way to have some spiritual deposits, you know, of Jesus Christ in on your team, the coaches of your team. There's opportunities. There's mm-hmm. lots of great things. I know Sean was involved with FCA. He was on staff with FCA baseball in Southern Cal and uh, sports specific ministry. Um, we've got lots of ideas, don't we, Sean, on how do. to do that? Maybe doing chapels. We could. Wouldn't it be incredible to have a you know parents doing chapels on Sundays, yep. Sunday mornings before a youth baseball game or a soccer game, things yeah. like that. So, um, so like Sean said, you can get in touch with us at fcaidaho.org and get more information about the FCA Bowl Breakfast with Tim Brown coming up on Thursday, December twentieth. So. Debbie, Sean, it's been great having you on the air today. You bet. Thanks. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. Yeah.